0: Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 358, and welcome back to my front porch. Uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, We're not yet there, but we're getting there. Can you... I... I'm blown away that we're less than a week away from Christmas. Like, where did this year go by? Like, it went so fast. I don't know where it went. And I know that's like an old guy, I think, thing to say. It's just like, I can't believe how fast this year went. And uh, to be honest, as I kind of go into the, the end of this year... Um, My board has been so kind, they're giving me uh, some time off, and so I'm excited to have some rest. It's uh, more rest than I've uh, gotten in a long time, so I'm really, really excited. Um, as I come into the end of this year to, to be able to rest a little bit. And, um, yeah, I mean, if you've been following throughout the year, you've known like it's not been an easy year for the Gokies, not been an easy year for our family. Um, just been through a whole bunch. And, and here's the other thing, and this is, brings me, um, some consolation is that there's a a bunch of you that kind of are in the same place, Um, that many of you have not had the easiest of years. And um, you're going to look back at 2023 and go, wow, that was something else. I mean, there were really beautiful things, but also really hard things. Um, And so just recognizing this season is a really beautiful, awesome season for a lot of people. And then for a lot of people, it's hard. It's difficult. I was talking with some people today and you know, they don't have family, you know, they don't have a lot of that kind of connection. And so this time of year is a little bit disconnected, a little odd. And um, one of the things that I think is so cool as a part of the body of Christ is that we step, step in and that we kind of be that for one another. So here's what I tell you to do. Here's what, here is my, recommendation for this season of the year and and I would say let's pour that over into every season that we go through every week that we go through every day that we go through is be aware of those who don't have the same experience that you have you know be aware of those who maybe don't have family in holidays and invite them in allow them to be a part of your life and and your time and so um just an encouragement to be aware during this period of time that just because it's an awesome time for you doesn't mean it's an awesome time for everybody. And I think it's an amazing opportunity for us to go, Hey, I know we have our own family traditions. We have our own family ways of doing things, but let's open that up. We're a part of a much bigger family and that family has needs and we need to be able to be that for one another. And so, uh, One, as you go into the season, I hope you have a great uh, holiday season, but also just a reminder, there's a lot of people that don't have the same experience as you, and making sure that we're operating like what we say we are. We say we're a body. We say we're a family. Well, let's operate it. Let's act like that and make sure that people don't miss out on that um, and are alone uh, by themselves during this Season. Uh, Thanks again for a bunch of you who just listen over week over week. I just love that. We're figuring it out together, learning and growing. And there's a bunch of you who give. Um, Just thank you. Thank you so much. Some of you give, have given, um, you know, just here or there. Some of you give consistently on Patreon. And I just want to say thank you. Really, really appreciate it. Very, very grateful for each and every one of you. Okay. Our passage. Get ready for today. <laughs> our passage is Ephesians 1, 11 through 12. In him, we have obtained our an inheritance Woo! You ready? We're going to read it again. In him we have obtained the inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things, according to the counsel of his will, so that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be to the praise of his glory. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I went on my elk hunt. I'll, I'll, I will I'll have that tag through the end of the month. So I'll go again here at the end of the month. But um, I was out, out there for four days. And it was absolutely it was clear. It's freezing cold, by the way. But it was clear. And uh, at night, it was I mean, there's no light anywhere. And the stars were awe-inspiring, could see the Milky Way. I mean, and you know, if you listen listened to this podcast for any period of time, how important those stars are to me, how much they mean to me, and just like walking outside and just realizing how small I am. And I mean that in the best possible way of realizing my place in this world that I can't possibly comprehend The vastness of our universe, the vastness, the greatness of our universe, the billions of stars and galaxies that are out that I'm just looking at with the naked eye. I'm like looking up and I'm in absolute awe and overwhelmed. And all I can do is go, thank you. Thank you. Because I realize that I'm not in control. I realize this is not for my glory. And it was really an overwhelming, worshipful moment for me, those four days. Just quiet and just overwhelmed by the beauty of the sky, of the stars. This passage is proclaiming that. And I want you to see in this passage, it's so important what Pastor Paul is trying to teach us. He's trying to say, Listen, we all think that all of this is all about us. We are the most individualized country in the world. We have a Burger King mentality, your way right away. Right? We have these mantras like, You do you. How? Pompous, How prideful. And so guess what we naturally do, because it only makes sense, is that we go, oh no, this is it, my relationship with the Lord, as if we are the ones that are in control of all of that. You know? And here's a question that I'd like you to ponder on. And it, it may be difficult for a lot of you, and it's kind of a deeply theological question, but I actually think it's really important. Did Jesus die for you and me? Or did he die for himself, for his glory, to the obedience, to obey the Father, to fulfill his, the purpose in which God the Father had asked him to fulfill? And we are the ones who benefited. You see, what's so interesting is I grew up my whole life talking about my personal relationship with Jesus, and Jesus died for me. Now, that is true, and I don't want to diminish that in any way, shape, or form. I'm, I, otherwise, I'm a heretic. But what I want to challenge is this. We think it's all about us. We think it's all about us, and I want you—I want to challenge that, and, and Paul's trying to challenge this. It is all about God. It is. I mean, if you just look at this passage, in Him we have attained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purposes of Him who works all things together to the counsel of His will, so that we were the f- we uh, w- we who were the first hope in Christ might be to the praise of His glory. This is about. Him. Your salvation is about Him. And somewhere in our Western mind, we somehow decided it was about us. It's about us. As if, like, God is some love-struck, I-need-you, like, high-school, like, attraction, like, what would I do without you, humanity? Humanity. And, and I want to challenge this, and Paul's going to, he doesn't need us. He is complete in himself. He's not some star-struck lover. He's complete in himself. But he laid down his life so that we would benefit. And that is so very important for us to understand because it it puts God in the place that He should be, which is primary. See, we tend to do Him almost secondary. Oh, you did this because of me? No, no, no. He did this because of Himself, and we benefited. One of the interesting things that we do as we work with people at Phoenix One is I, I say all the time, listen: as you grow in your health, others benefit from that health as you grow and you get healthy others benefit you see we always want to make other people healthier like if they would just be healthier everything will be better no it's not true actually what ends up happening is so profound for people is when they start trusting in the lord and they start finding their wholeness in fullness in him what ends up happening is their marriage it can get better because they're better And they're just splashing that all over. You see, if they're trying to, like, I've worked with husbands and wives who have had affairs, right? And it's like, I need to get her back. No, 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 no. I need to make it right. No, 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 no. What you need to do is is get right with God and let him do the work through you. As you become whole and full in him, others benefit. It's about him. It's always been about him but we a lot of times are just so selfish in the way we view this whole salvific work and Paul is challenging this he's just going like look I just need you to know this that that, that, that we've that the reason why we have inheritance is is because of him we've been predestined because of him. Right? It means like he, he's the one who marked out. He's the one who prepared. He's the one who got ready. We did not. He's the one who's making those decisions. He's the one, not us. Now, ultimately, there is a free will decision that I believe now i know theologically but you know there's uh, there's reformed theology and there's arminian theology and and there's a you know in scripture there's this dance that happens all throughout church history as we battle these two thoughts but here in this moment what i just want us to come to we can debate those things to our blue in the face but what i what i believe scripture is so clear and what i believe what's happening here in this passage is so clear is this it's god who's in control it's god who chooses it's God. And, and somehow when we put ourselves in this place, it diminishes the glory. It diminishes his purpose, right? I mean look at this. He has a council, right to the council of his will. There is this Trinitarian Godhead council that's making decisions. And, so, and I just want to challenge this part that believes that we're in control. You're not in control. But here's what happens when we do that, when we release that control, is we go, once again, God, it's you. It's always been you. It always will be you. It's about you. And I love how he kind of summarizes this, wraps this up for us. We are the praise of his glory, it's his plan, it's his death. And it's His glory. We all just get to benefit. And when we and when we know that, we praise. We praise Him. And He knows that. And He desires that. He desires our praise. He desires our worship. It delights Him. When we go, oh my gosh, this is about you. It's always been about you. It always will be about you. This is not about me. That is our rightful place in this world. Salvation... It's God's plan for God's glory. We are just the benefactors of that. And it's so important. I I know I've said this over and over. It's so important for us to find our rightful place in that story. And I want to challenge this individualistic way in which we look at this work of salvation and just pause and go, it's about you. Like Advent season is about God. God. And the work that he is doing and the anticipation that we as a believers go, Oh my gosh, you did this work and you love us. He does. He loves you so much. He loves me so much. But don't forget it's him and it's his glory. So the question is this, how will you choose to bring God glory as a result of God's plan? How will you choose to bring God glory as a result of God's plan? Father God, thank you for your plan. Thank you that we are the benefactors of that plan. Thank you it's for you and you're for your glory. And so we praise you tonight. We praise you. We thank you for the work that you have done. And thank you that we get to benefit. So, take a breath. That's right. As a result of that, take a breath. Take a breath right now, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you because of His Son, Jesus, in your own heartbeat. Until next time, cheers.